powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. It's March Mania at Sports Interaction. NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, and so much more. It's bananas. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness, exclusive games with insane odds you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app using the QR code you see at the bottom of the screen or head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to get started. 19 and older, please play responsibly. All in all, with just uh, another brick in the wall. Let's go. You know, those those damn deflections, I wanted to come on and make so many wall jokes because it's it's endless material, Harnish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they won the game. I can't complain. Can't complain they won the game. And uh, we are here live on Game Over Toronto. My name is Fuad Suleiman. And to either the right or left of me, I don't know, it's to your left. Patel. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I point, and then I realize that was a bad strategy. No, you but got yeah, it. You got it. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the kind of bounce back we are used to seeing from these guys. I mean, you know, there's a stat. I don't remember the exact stat, but I know they are very good at the bounce back game after a loss. And on the second half of a back-to-back, in a different time zone, really good. I can't complain. Exactly. And and like you mentioned, or you start off the show with, we had our backup goaltender in net, right? Joseph Wall got the start. Uh, Matt Murray, he played the first half of the back-to-back mm-hmm. against Carolina in that 5-3 loss. Samsonov obviously is out um, for a while. Uh, congratulations for him on his newborn son, right? Enjoy yeah. being a father. But yeah, Joseph Wall, I mean, he played fantastic and there was, there was no cause for concern at all today, right? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like I wrote down, I love watching him in net he is so composed mm-hmm. especially for like a young unproven goaltender i mean he was killing it in the a and you know comes in the way he kind of controls the net and has a like that composure mm-hmm. is is really great like there was a couple of saves where he like batted the rebound to exactly where he wanted it to go and i'm like i'm not used to seeing that a lot of times you know you have goalies that have bad rebound control but I honestly think that this is the best I have ever seen the least goaltending situation in my lifetime. I mean, like, you have three guys that you can go with at any given night. The most inconsistent guy or the guy we worry about the most is probably Matt Murray. And he's even great. He's been pretty good. He's still a 900 save percentage. You know, he still makes big saves. So, I mean, I can't I can't complain about the goaltending is is top notch right now. And, uh, it, you know, you can't complain. I have some thoughts on, on Murray. We'll talk about that in a bit, but let's start off with wall because, um, yeah, he has been lighting it up in the AHL, um, with the Marlies. He's 16, two and one. He has a 0.93 save percentage, even in, um, when he's been playing for the Leafs in their lineup, right? He's two and one with a nine, uh, three, eight save percentage. So Dang. he is playing some good, good hockey as a 24 yeah. year old. Small sample size. Exactly. Small, sample, small size. sample size. But he's as like a 20, 24 year old. It's good to see that we have some kind of depth um, in our, or some kind of prospects within our goalie pool. Right. Uh, we've yeah. been missing that for quite a bit. And Armand, uh, he's in the chat and he's saying that we still have him for two more years, a league min fan. Oh, fantastic. damn. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Ah, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know the contract situation. Yeah, I know. Remember the days of Justin Pogey? And everyone was like, yeah, that's the next guy. I still remember. That was when I probably was first kind of following the team. I mean, like, just look back at last year with Shalgren in that, right? <laughs> Man, I, when he came in, I remember like someone telling me like, hey, 
Like when, remember when everyone was injured and he came in and I had someone come in and say like, this is his Tom Brady moment, okay? Because Tom Brady was <laughs> a not un, unknown quarterback. Injuries, he's in there. And then all, you know, the rest is history. So I, I was like, yeah, yeah, Tom Brady, Eric Schalgren, Shaw good, man. And then, you know, that that didn't turn out the, the way we, we wanted it to. But no, I, I was even thinking like, this gives you options in the offseason. I mean, nobody wants to talk about the offseason. We all want to talk about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Matt Murray at $3 million, somebody will want that if the Leafs are in a cap crunch. They want to extend some guys. They want to give Alex Kerfoot a seven-year deal, you know. <laughs> you know, if they want to extend some guys, they can, you know, trade Matt Murray. And then you can just roll with Samsonoff and Wall with a, as a young duo. Yep. Uh, I believe they're from the same draft. Both of them probably, yep. like, oh, uh, 2016 draft or... Maybe 2015. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, they're around the same age. But uh, yeah, yeah so you have a young tandem there. So you give you you have options in the organization, which is good. It, exactly, exactly. And honestly, a little bit of a hot take. If I'm looking at the at the playoffs right now, um, I give Matt Murray one more chance. If he has another bad game like he had yesterday, you put Wall there as your your backup. In my opinion, you put wow. him as a, as your ta- as your second half because I'm looking back at Matt Murray's save percentage in the last six games, which he's played since coming back, right in March. Um, he's at a 0.886 in his last six games. And this is including a bunch of stinkers. He had some fantastic games against Florida and Ottawa where he posted like around a 9-4 and a 9-2. But in the other four games, uh, like yesterday, point, uh, uh, 0.85 um, against Buffalo, 0. 0.86, 0. 0.84 against Edmonton, and then Vancouver, 0. 0.83. These aren't good numbers. And if no. we're looking at, at just um, in, in recent in his recent games, which is him coming back from injury in March, right? He has not looked great for the majority of his games, right? And um, if I see another shaky game, Wall, in my opinion, has kind of deserved it. He's been playing well in the Marlies. He's played well when he's been brought up. Um, again, when he's brought up in... in, in a, there's a small sample size for these games, but it's... He, he has... He, he had to make a couple great saves tonight right? Like he, he, there was a a bunch of good opportunities. Exactly. And, and he held down the fort for the large majority of it. And we'll talk about that third period. Um, but yeah, I I mean, Matt Murray, he's on thin ice right now. And I think wall he's nipping there. I I think he, he could get a shot and he could get some more games. We have what, like nine more games in the, in this regular season. Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, I mean, look, you know, yeah, I think I think it's hockey fans were kind of trained by the old mindset that it's like pedigree, pedigree, pedigree. Like what you've done in the past. I mean, this is how contracts work. It's always we we care about your past performance. So everyone everyone's going to be like, oh, but he won two cups, but he won two cups. But you know, <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, 2017 was a long time ago. Exactly. Uh, I still think he's a good goalie, but. It's not like it's unprecedented for a rookie goalie to, to just be in a playoff run. It's not ideal. I mean, it's not it's not your favorite idea, but I mean, you know, we saw the Cam Ward do it back in 06. He was a rookie goalie that went the distance. I mean, if I mean that's like a dream scenario. That, it's a dream and nightmare scenario because that would have meant like Ilya Samsonov got injured and we're like, oh, but you know, I it, all I'm saying is it's a good problem to have. I think. Yeah, fantastic if, problem to have. It's just a good problem to have. You, you, you like, you know, and also like it's Matt Murray, so like the the choice might just be made for you. He might just get injured again. Unfortunately, that's just kind of the track record. Even without the injuries, though, right? Um, you mentioned like 2017 being, I mean, the last time he's won the the 
the, the Stanley Cup, right? But since then, he yeah. first of all, he hasn't been able to stay in the lineup healthy, right? And second of all, because I, I guess because he hasn't had those consistent games, he's been shaky as a goaltender, right? He, he's had a couple of bad seasons with with uh, the Senators and whatnot, but um, he's been hovering around that that 0. 0.89.9 save percentage. Like he he hasn't been a standout great goaltender, and mm-hmm. um, I, I, if you're looking back like five seasons ago and trying to make a, a justification to bring him in and and have that be a, your your choice it's just for, the hockey mind it's the in, hockey coach mindset i'm trying to get into exactly like i i've seen completely. it before ty goes to the veteran right yeah, yeah exactly but I, I think wall wall deserves it now he's had a couple yeah. great games and like you mentioned there's no bad choice but thin ice Justin very Fisher very thin like ice. Take here. Huh? Uh, our social media manager and Maude, Justin Fisher says, this is some wild <laughs> Matt Murray disrespect, LMAO. Uh, so, uh, but hey, that's what we, that's, we call him hot take harnish for a reason, you know? <laughs> He's here to, to just spew hot fire. Um, but hey. enough bagging on our own players after a win, because that's our, that's what we do, right? Uh, man, like sometimes with Leaf fans, like it's burrowed deep in us. Like I, I had a dream last night, I swear to God, that like I was like watching a Leaf game or watching it on the score and it was like the score app and I was looking and the Leafs were winning 6-1. It was like Carolina in my dream. And then I looked back at the score and they lost 8-6. That just shows you the trauma that's embedded in our brains. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to go to a positive note, uh, John Tavares is like getting better with age, like a fine, fine wine. You know, noir. Mm-hmm. Like he is... Man, he's like I, I said this in the last show with um uh with Lauren that John Tavares it could play till he's 50, the way he plays this game. And man, when he got that whatever weird injury that I was like, I was about to freak out. I was about to be like, we can never have nice things. We we're like, we are cursed. The hockey gods are just full out old testament on us, just <laughs> injuries. Zoom, inconsistency but he came back and he scored he scored another goal he had three point night he pretty much led the offense in this game yeah yeah exactly i, I think you hit the nail on the coffin right there um it's funny because when Tavares signed this deal a lot of people were talking about uh hit the nail on the hit the nail on the head in the head there you go my final bad. nail in the coffin is like really bad my bad my bad hit the nail on the head um yeah uh when when Tavares was signed this contract, right, a lot of people were worried towards the latter end of the contract to see if he was going to stay um, stay a positive asset, right? And so yeah. far, fantastic. <laughs> we we take this nine times, like ten out of ten times. And yeah. uh, it's funny because going into this game, he was goalless in his last seven, right? He had been playing fantastic though. It, it seemed like he was just a little snake bitten. Um, yeah, he's he was... been driving. Play. He's been driving the play though. Exactly. That's what I've been seeing. He's been exactly. really driving the play. He's. He's just, he doesn't fly. He's not going to pull off a Michigan. He's not going to, you know, pull, <laughs> pull off some crazy stuff. But he, what he does is like stuff that'll never make the highlights is just winning the battles behind the net in front of the net with his just big, bulky tree trunk frame, just mm-hmm. getting the pucks in front of the net. Like that's what he does. He's, he is there as like the elite garbage man sanitation worker for the Leafs that's, that's what he's there for you know what I'm saying so yeah exactly he he was uh like you mentioned he was driving the play and he also had a couple great shots where he was kind of robbed tonight f- finally he got two right and both of them the on one. the power the first one was a, so that first one was so beautiful that tic-tac-toe yeah yeah just, 
Matthews. Even the second one, that was, that was another power bang play. Bang in front, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, our power play, I, I wanted to go on the, off of that. Our power yeah. play has been looking fantastic, and, and a lot of that portion, a lot of the credit has to be put on Tavares on there, right? Uh, Tavares Marner also, he's been playing really well in our power play. Our special teams have been looking really, really good. And um, yeah. especially today, like where there was a lot, especially the whole second period was all penalties. <laughs> How many penalties yeah. were given off in that? Come um, on, refs, work on your game management, okay? Yeah. Like, jeez. <laughs> At on. least the Leafs Get- got got a, got some in favor for them finally, right? Um, yeah, he, he's been playing fantastic hockey. It's really nice to see him getting going. The one scary thing, I, I, I love that you mentioned the, um, the injury kind of weird situation there because... I don't even know what happened. Like, nobody it, knows what happened. Yeah. Like, I think he, he sneezed like he too hard shoved. and he hurt his oblique or something. Yeah, he, he looked like he got shoved from the back, but then he was clutching his arm. It was a weird situation there. But I thought, I thought it was shot off the hand. That's what I. That's my immediate thought. I think they like mentioned something about Shane. that too. I didn't see any shot though. I. I, no, I either. It was yeah, weird. It was so weird. I looked at the gift like a hundred times. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. But going to my my Leafs fan brain, I'm like, we're gonna get O'Reilly back in like two games, and then we're gonna lose John Tavares for the playoffs. <laughs> I'm like, this is just not fair, hockey gods. This is like not fair. Why are we being smited? But it yeah. was nothing apparently. So uh, <laughs> poor Matt Duchesne, though, going on that, he got. He, he definitely got rocked in the yeah, hand. He was he bleeding was, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. He was doing that. Like, well, then that's a, such yeah, a common injury, it. man. Yeah. I don't know what they got to do with those gloves, but I guess there's nothing you can really do. You, you can't change the, the nature of the game. Uh, yeah. A piece of rubber flying at you at like 100 kilometers an hour. And the hands but, are just so delicate. Like, even yesterday, I was playing volleyball with Armand, and I think I, I sprained my, my thumb like pretty bad. And it was just a, a simple play. So the thumbs, oh, no. uh, the fingers, you, you got to be a little careful on those. Armand's a dirty player, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> I he, know. I blame like, Armand. Like, when you were going up, Armand definitely went for the, went, like, went for the thumb to jam it. Off. And then it was just like. Yeah, blame man, Armand. Armand is, bad guy, man, Armand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Out here causing injuries. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But piggybacking off of that a little bit, um, the Bruins tonight, they rested Bergeron, Marshawn, and Lindholm, right? I saw that. When when did they become an NBA team here? (laughs) Yeah. Well, what do you think? Do you think the Leafs should be starting to rest a couple of their players here and there? Because, look, I got a little nervous off of that play. I mean, we're playing against the Predators, a team that's... in all likelihood, it's not going to be making the playoffs, right? They're still yeah. in the hunt a little bit, but most likely they're not. Let's see the. Uh, Should let's we be see the, uh, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at the. Well, this week, yeah. We're so be the playing. Leafs are seven points clear of Tampa. Yeah. So, I think here and there, I think you can do it. I think you could put in. You could do one game to Boris, pretend that he was hurt, like on that play, and be like, you know, give him a little maintenance day, put an O'Reilly back in, <laughs> you know, do a bit of that, mm-hmm. like. And I still remember, like the, like I remember in the I remember when this first started when the NBA it was the San Antonio Spurs that did this with uh, Greg Popovich, and he it was like a national TV game. He rested everybody, and they find the hell out of the team, and then it was just like, and they still won the game. That was a funny thing, but like, it, I know fans don't like to hear it, but it's it's good strategy. Like you know, at the end of the day, if we, I just want these guys to be. Rested for the playoffs, man. Nothing's got to go wrong right now. Nothing. Just don't do anything and nothing can go wrong. Right? So. Yeah. Oh, man. And. But Boston, they won the game, though. They did. It's really funny. One one guy in our chat, his name is Drew. Uh, when he was mentioning the people that were out, he said Bergeron the rat. The rat. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that's... how we just know Mark Sean is just synonymous everybody. with being Damn. the rat. <laughs> Damn. Damn, man. They took everybody was gone. Everybody was out. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Load manage everybody. Just load manage. Do what Craig Popovich did to Tim Duncan and just put load manage DNP and then put in brackets old. That's yeah. what he did one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, was looking. So. I was looking at the games that we have left for uh, for the season. Right. This week in particular, we're going to be playing against the Sens, the Red, or our next three games: the Sens, the Panthers. Red Wings, and the Blue Jackets. Right. These the teams. Panthers sorry. Coming up to Panthers is first. I think on Wednesday. Florida, um, Florida Panthers. Yes, yeah, we do have the Panthers. Yeah, yeah Panthers, Panthers Sens, yeah, so. uh, Red Wings, and Blue Jackets. So we we have a couple like the Sens, Red Wings, and Blue Jackets. Those are teams that aren't in the playoff hunt at all, and are you got to take them out? Yeah, exactly. I think that for those three games, or or maybe not three games, maybe you give them off, uh, give them the Sens and the Red Wings off, and get some of our players back for the Blue Jackets, so they have a game to warm up uh, right before they play against the Bruins, right? Because that's another big game that's going to be a test and a, a measuring stick game. You want to see them. Play play hard for that but i think if you give them two games of rest for in the next like four that might do our team a little bit uh, a little bit of good you don't want them getting injured against teams that are not in the playoff end and also um like we, we have nothing we, we don't have much to play for at this point right we yeah you want to get that home ice you yeah. want to get that home ice for sure but well, we're, we look like we're cushion. we're kind of locked in on the home ice, especially with the Bruins beating um, the Lightning. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, yeah. We're not locked in yet, right? But um, we're we're pretty we're pretty much there, right? I think if you give them a couple games of rest here and there, I think it's gonna be is gonna do our team good. And if we look at it, like I'd rather rest them now than like for example, like the last two games of the regular season, right? I think this is like the perfect window. The next uh, the next three or four games is like the perfect window if if we want to rest our players rest them now rather than later right yeah well yeah i mean that's a good idea i think you know we're somebody got a dm sheldon keeps burner account on twitter and tell them rest these guys load manage them and to everybody in the chat welcome my name is fuad Suleiman, and the other side of me is harnish patel and we are here on game over toronto talking about a leafs win in the music city the national predators Probably took them out of the probably took them out of the playoff hunt with that win. Uh, you're welcome, Winnipeg Jets fans. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I saw you know lists. You're welcome, Jesse Pollock. You're welcome. You know, it's your time to cheer for the Leafs. You know, just it doesn't it feel good for the Leafs to win? Don't you feel it in your soul? I don't know. You know, when you cheer for the Leafs, win it's it's like when you cheer for like the Cowboys or the Yankees to win. It's weird, but then you know, like you feel weird about it. But uh. I'm, I mean, Mitch Marner, I got to talk about Mitch Marner. He, like, he's going to be a head coach one day for sure. He has such a mind for the game. He's so crafty. Like, the mind is catching up with the skill and the body. Like, you saw on the uh, The, the mind the specifically play. with that headbutt play as well. No, oh, gee, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Jeez, puck on the head. But, like, firstly, when he when he was saying, we need not enough D-men on the ice. Like, he was screaming mm-hmm. from the bench. He was basically just, I'm the assistant coach now, apparently. And... That the amount of awareness he had watching the game while he was not playing, that was pretty impressive. But yeah, the freaking header that led to the goal. I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised more players don't use that more often. I mean, it's kind of dangerous. I guess please don't do it too often, Rich Marner. But like just getting it ahead. And that's what led to the Kerfoot goal, I believe. Right. Uh, Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was, I was it a goal or was it? Uh, I get so mixed up with who play. scores goals. I, I can't remember if, it, if that. I think it was a goal. goal. It was a goal. It, play. A goal but, definitely happened, but uh-huh. I forget who which goal it was, but they definitely 
Yeah, that, that was great. I'm like, that is yeah, such yeah, a that was to, Ma- uh, to Matthews and then send it off to... Kerf- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kerf and they got the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a fantastic play. First of all, let's talk about that um, on the bench call uh, just to get the D-men on. <laughs> fantastic. That was right at the end of a power play where it looked like the Leafs um, hadn't realized that the power play ran out uh, or the, the, the penalty or whatever ran out, right? So they had to get... They had a four... Uh, they, they had more uh, forwards on the ice, right? So Marner having the heads up play, he called and, and was yelling, D-man, 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 trying to get one of our forwards off for a D-man to get back on the ice. I love that. I think it, you mentioned it too, right? Having the head in the game, uh, even on the bench, fantastic to see. It was a great, like, seeing him evolve as being like a vocal leader on the bench and on the ice is, is really, really nice to see. And I, I think it's, it's a positive aspect to his game. And yeah, that header dude, so crafty, so funny. Uh, for those of you who didn't watch the game, essentially the puck was, um was, was thrown a little bit high up and, and Marner jumped up to header the puck. The, the puck bounced off of his helmet. He just changed and Matthews, sports. He became, he became Lino Messi. All it was a fantastic header. Sports. I don't know how he, he got it straight into the neutral zone and somehow Matthews was able to collect it without skipping a beat. <laughs> it seemed planned from the beginning. Um, it's a set I, play. Dude, I play I play uh, rec soccer with Armand every Monday. We none of us have pulled off a header. Like Does he that. injure you? To, did he injure you there too? Is, no, is, no, no, is, no, no, no. Armand's uh, yeah, yeah. Armand's a little, not a fiend in in uh in just slide tackles with the cleats up. No, I'm just. <laughs> Poor Armand, we're just we're just bagging on him here. It's okay. We no, love it's you, Armand. Fine, it's fine. I think he's, he's in the chat it. somewhere. He's there, he's there somewhere. He'll watch it afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. It was it was a great play, and it was so funny to see. Um, I love that it, it just landed perfectly on the foot of like uh, for, for Matthews to pick it up and collect it. It was hilarious. 10 out yeah. of 10. And then speaking of Matthews, like, I, it just feels like, and, you know, I hope this is the case, but it feels like a lot of these guys are peaking at the right time. Like, especially Austin Matthews. Like, last season, don't you feel like after that 60th goal game against Montreal, where he got the hat trick, that kind of felt like the emotional peak of the season for him. Like, it kind of felt like this peak. I'm not, I, I know he scored a, decently in the playoffs, but Man, if he, I want him to be like this on demon time, like he was the last game where he had like 13 shots. And this game, he was involved like crazy. I mean, he didn't score a goal, but he was involved in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we want to see mm-hmm. is Austin Matthews just being as aggressive and as dangerous as possible at this time of year. Right. And we're seeing that with Tavares. Marner has been like that all season. He's been just completely consistent. So, that's the, that's what I keep saying. It's the key. It's those four guys. If they are all on their game, they will win the they will win the first round series at least easily. They should win it easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just all about peaking at the right time because the last yeah. season, even um, uh, I believe in that sec- when he got that sixty goals, um, right before he got there, there was a, he went on a goalless drought and people were a little bit nervous here and there, uh, because he was really trying. To, you could see it kind of affected him where he was like trying to to get that and he was getting a yeah. ton of shots off but they weren't a lot of great chances um and then finally when he hits it he just looked like he was more free but um yeah just just seeing the guys uh peeking especially with Tavares Matthews like you mentioned Marner has been uh producing well too is really good to see um 
I hope that they can continue it into the playoffs. And then when yeah. Ryan O'Reilly comes back, um, integrating him again into the lineup and getting some chemistry going, that's going to be important, right? Because the yeah. problem right now is we don't have a lot of games in hand and um, chemistry is the biggest thing, right? We want to make sure not only that that the team that the players are are used to their line partners but we also need to figure out the line partners and the parents right yeah. our keith has been playing uh playing a, a lot around with our um with our lineups i think our decor was was swapped up again today too i gotta double check he's that. just gal he galaxy braining this it's like like it's like he's making like an album like a, like a music album and he just keeps changing it and delaying the release like i don't know if you're a <laughs> hip-hop fan but dr dre kept saying for like 10 years he's gonna release this album called detox and it kept getting pushed uh-huh. kept getting pushed for like 15 years he said he was gonna make this album and it never came out so i feel like sheldon keith dr dre we never seen him in the same room together they're the same person oh yeah i don't know that was just, that was my sunday analogy but uh yeah, to your point you know i think uh, i love the idea i think rob uh, producer robert posted the um well, I could say they showed up to the lines for today, and producer Rob was like, "Yeah, this this is the line that should be mm-hmm. swap out Wayne Simmons in the lineup for yeah. Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly, third line center. I think that's your best bet at chemistry because you want to keep the top six guys the same as similar as you can possibly be. And yeah. then I think Ryan O'Reilly can just absolutely destroy in the third line. Like I don't think they should like they shouldn't fall into the trap of oh we got this guy we traded we traded all these assets for him." Big name player, he has to be on the first lo- or the top six. Yeah, I don't think you have to do that. Like even when the Raptors won the championship that season, uh, uh, when they traded for Marcus Saul, I remember he was off the bench until like until the playoffs. Like he was off the bench, and I'm like, I was thinking like this is their big acquisition. Like this is a big time name player, and they're still bringing him off the bench. So it's kind of in a similar situation. Like just because he's big name, Conn Smythe, Stanley Cup winner. Why not put him on the third line? Let him run the sh- let him run other teams' bottom six. Let him run their show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was interesting because um, I think he was brought on to be that third line center, and then he kind of just slotted in perfectly, being that second line center with uh with Tavares on the on the left wing, right? Um, but yeah, in the ideal world, I definitely think that having him uh man that third line center is is going to be a good uh a, a good place for him. But again, we have so much flexibility in our lineup. Like if we really want to top load our top six, we can throw him in into the second line center and then throw Tavares onto the left again. And we've seen that that kind of works here and there, right? Yeah. So it, the flexibility is nice. The bigger thing that I'm kind of worried about is um is figuring out our defensive parents because mm-hmm. I mean we've had a lot of shakeups like. Riley and Brody were paired together last game, and I think that is the ideal pair and have them together. And then today, it's McCabe and Brody, right? McCabe, yeah. Brody, Geo Hall, Riley, and Shen, right? Um, I think it worked, but again, it's you can't really look at a game like today where we're playing against the Preds um, and see that as a measuring stick. I think I'm more so looking towards the Bruins and the, the Lightning game and seeing what parents are going to be uh, put together for that and seeing how they work well together because that's going to be a playoff style game. The D- the decor does leave a lot. That That's probably the, the main concern for this team. I mean, stop me if you've heard that before. That's always been the <laughs> concern for the Leafs, but it's deep. And there's a lot of guys that can eat good minutes. It's just, man, like Justin Hall, he does good things, man. He does good things out there. But the good things you don't notice, the bad things are as glaring as the sun. Like, (laughs) so it's just in those high leverage situations. It's just the playoffs. 
it's a game of inches. It's a game of perfection. It's attention to detail. It's like coding. I mean, you're a coder, right? You know, it's like you have one comma in the wrong place and the whole thing goes down, right? I might, I'm just explaining to you your career because I, I don't code, <laughs> but that's all I know. I know there's one comma that's wrong. Everything goes down. So, yeah. Um, but I'm also interested to see um, where does Matthew Nye is going to slot in? I mean, I, I honestly, I kind of want his team to lose because I want to see this guy in the lineup. I want, I want to, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I've been hearing about him for, for months. And I'm like, this guy is like the Loch Ness monster. It's like, it's like a mythical creature. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's obviously been very impressive in the NCAA. And uh, Justin Fisher again says, Nye is going to score a game winning goal in the playoffs to kick off his Hall of Fame career for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Do you think he's right? And if so, how many game winning goals will he score in the playoffs? Oh, uh, just. Every single one up until the Stanley Cup Finals, and he's going to score on the Stanley Cup Finals too. No, but seriously, I think Nice is a is an interesting player because he has so much upside. But I don't know if we if we throw him into the lineup um, as a starter, right? I, I mean, he's going to be great. Uh, he he might have an opportunity um, in case like there there is an injury, right? We me and Armand talked about this yesterday as well, but um, I don't know if you kind of who would you take out for him, right? Because I think our, our our forward group is kind of locked in and I don't really see him being like a, uh, fourth liner. Yeah. I don't see him being in the bottom six where he's like more of like a grinder or something like that. I think he, he'll excel when he's in the top six where, where he gets to yeah. play around, um, and contribute offensively. Maybe if there's My- a, someone going down in the top six, having him slot in there, but there's so many other players that, that are there in our, um, in our Marley system that could t- get the call up instead. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, and Rod Chalice said, I think we should temper our expectations on nice. Yeah, I, I'm with you there, Rod, because I've always had that mindset. I'm like, he's I a young just, guy. Let him develop I first. I mean, obviously, in our wildest fantasies, he comes in and he's just it becomes a movie, and he's like the second coming of Wayne Gretzky, of course. Yeah, but I think to your question about who to take out, I think you could put Kerfoot to like the fourth line, and then you could have Nice. Riley Lafferty or O'Reilly, sorry, O'Reilly Lafferty even uh-huh. the third line. I mean, that's kind of just me or Achari on the third line. You know, you can have it. You're going to take out Kerf after he got a goal today. <laughs> hey, you know what? Depth is depth, but I, I Kerfoot's a good utility guy. I mean, we rag on him a lot, but I think he can play in all, all scenarios. I think Yarn Crow deserves to be on the top, the top line as crazy as that sounds to me but you know yeah, well Yarncrook was playing the second uh the second line i think left wing earlier on this season as well right um yeah it's tough i mean matthew nye's like he's a young guy let him develop i think um yeah. if there are injuries then he's someone that could be that that has his name in the hat he could he could get a call up right but um i think we have a, a bunch of other guys in our in our marley system like pontus holmberg is another guy that could get the call up Mc, uh mcmahon is another one it's good um, yeah so we have a I ton of forgetting about these guys pontus yeah holmberg he was really good to start the season exactly we have a bunch of I other guys I, I think that they get the, months yeah yeah it's been a while <laughs> i think they get the they get the nod ahead of him purely because they've been performing well in the marley's mcmahon lighting it up pontus doing well as well i think they get the nod ahead of him and i think it's probably to to um it's probably better anyways in the long term because there's a lot of expectation for Matthew Nyes. I think he could get a call up next year and, and play consistent minutes next year. But this year, let's 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 give him some make time. a relax. Yeah. As Timonson would say, make Timonson would say make a relax. Just make make a relax. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything else from this game? Oh I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about that unbelievable save by Lankinen. 
on the uh, get a couple <laughs> on, your, on yard croak. I mean, geez, the Leafs have been a victim of a couple of just brand larcenies. On <laughs> like Eric Gustafson got absolutely, absolutely taken by Ilya Sorokin a couple games ago when we had Steve on, and this one too. Like, I think this one was even more impressive because that that was an unbelievable save. I mean. Yeah, shout out to him. I, I I didn't know. I'm not too familiar with his game, but I mean, he was pretty good. He was pretty pretty solid in this game as well. Oh, yeah, man. You know, uh, he he was a uh, he's got the um, he's also the uh, the Preds backup. Soros uh, is out right now, but um, yeah, he's he played well. I mean, he, today he he really held down the four quite a bit. He had a couple of really good chances, and the Leafs uh, and he robbed the Leafs out of out of some some great opportunities right so he's another young guy i think he's like 27 years old he's got a bright future ahead of him um and hopefully get some more playing time uh but yeah i mean i think it was fantastic on both sides the leafs they were able to clutch it up um at the end after a little scary uh third uh where they let in a couple goals but uh yeah. overall fantastic game i have no no um uh no concerns with the game today no concerns it's a it's a it's a 10 mark. It's like a 10 out of 10, you know, the performance review. Mm-hmm. It's no concerns, no, no, no areas of development, as they would say in HR speak. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's been a couple of games. I mean, at least the games I've been on. But um, yeah, after a tough loss to Carolina, you know, obviously, you know, you want to always show out against those top teams, but mm-hmm. good bounce back. It, it, it's a good sign that these guys can take an L, especially a tough loss. Uh you know, against Carolina and just come back and brush it off and play a really good game. That's a good sign. That's a sign of maturing. I think, you yeah. know, I, I heard in the STP on like the, the latest one and it was a great stat. It's like, they are, they haven't lost two games in a row, like once or twice this season. Like they haven't had a three game or they haven't gone pointless in three straight games. And I'm like, like that's damn consistency right there. And that's this kind of stuff. You know, aside from all the goals and all the the fancy plays, that's the kind of stuff we want to see these guys do. Because that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. Got news for you guys. You're probably not going to sweep Tampa Bay. (laughs) I mean, would that be amazing? Yes. Would that, like, just end the lightning forever? Yes. And we would be very happy about it. But you're probably not going to catch a sweep on that team. So to have that bounce back and just be like, next game, let's go. Mm -hmm. Throw it in the trash and just keep it going. Don't forget about the past. Don't take the baggage with you. That's what we want to see from the buds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they, and, they uh, ended off yeah. the road trip, uh, three and two. So, um, they got a win on their last game of the road trip and they're going to be at home, um, on Wednesday against the Panthers, which is going to be interesting. Uh, layoff. Yeah. Quite a layoff there. Three days. Yeah. 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 They got some, they got some time to recoup, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's gonna be a fun game on, uh, on Wednesday. Let's, uh, let's end it off there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Wednesday it'll be it'll be me and Lauren hosting game over Toronto. It's against the Florida Panthers, so going by history, there should be a lot of weirdness and shenanigans that happen. <laughs> uh, it's probably going to be like a seven six game or something weird like that. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, thanks for everybody for showing up tonight. A lot of people in the chat, pretty lively. And as always, yeah, thanks for coming out to game over Toronto. It's it's like a month. It's like less than a month until the playoffs, man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm so fired up. It's going to be unbelievable. We're going to have some fire guests for the playoffs. It's good. They're going to be 
unbelievable. We hope for a long run, but I just just want to get it going. I'm restless, you know, I'm restless. But uh, yeah, thanks again for Game Over Toronto on the SDPN. My name is Fuad Suleiman. You can catch me on Twitter at Fuad underscore sports. My name is Harnish. You can catch me at Harnish underscore Patel 98 on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, thanks again and peace. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.